Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! You know, look, I keep saying that, and, and it's like it's like a great part of this show, right? The, getting to to say that and celebrate our good friends at Budget Blinds, the uh, the bringers of enlightened style shades. Oh, hey, hello, Robert Shade Overlords. I'm just excited to do that, and I am so glad that they have stuck with us and have been with us through the whole, basically the whole time we've been doing this podcast, and that we get to do that as a piece. Honestly, they have been supporters of this project of ours from the very beginning. And is and we will touch in on how good a supporter they are of other things in the community uh, in addition to just this podcast, which is an important part of the community support, by the way, future advertisers. But, you know, we, we as a thing, they've been great. But really... The reason they do that is so that they can bring the finest in shade technology and the latest in styles to you with these enlightened style shades. And if you are ready to add those to your home, just go see our friends right in the heart of of Lee Summit. Our friends at Budget Blinds. Tell them Jason Nick sent you. Jason, we have another awesome sponsor. We We are doubly blessed. A local sponsor that's also doing good in the community it's ask kathy keller williams realty that's right they are uh, they are a a lovely group of folks at downtown lee summit they have had a a i think some growth and they are trying to make a little bit more and they they want to get to where they want to be in honor of their 20th anniversary which is coming up next year in 2022 just weeks away just weeks away and and they are there they have a gob of five star reviews on our various google and facebook 400 plus of those they have helped over the years 2300 families find either sell or buy or both a new home and 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 not only that jason but they're good at the job you can look at those numbers but also get this in 2021 they have sold homes for a hundred for four percent of asking price and they do it fast an average of five days right look i can't say my own name in less than five days honestly i can't make a decision about like dinner in less than five days. In less than five days. But they are selling your home in under five days which is frightening to me i'm like i'm not in the market to sell my home because i like being married and stuff, but uh, is as a whole, is that where a case I would feel completely overwhelmed if like I put my home on the list, uh, listed it, and then like with less than a week, yeah, had a contract done with it. I would be, I would be almost paralyzed with that. But I'm certain. Well, that's just your own personal fear. But right. if you actually want to do it, and you're it's working, a good feeling. And if you're working with Ask Kathy, they're going to help you. They're going to, they're going to, they would hold my hand and walk me through that, and probably help me manage my. Extremely irrational and oddball fears of having a successful home sale. Right. Yeah, look, look, if you're not Jason and you're not scared of success and you're ready to sell your home, go call our friends at Ask Kathy Keller Williams Realty. They are good, good folk doing good, good work right in our hometown. Hello again and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury and as always I am joined by a man who knows what his job actually entails. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. I did know but I forgot. Well, that's fair. As long as you don't lose complete track of it and try to make up things or create a job that doesn't exist. Um, We're a hyper-local podcast. That's what we are. So, Link to Lee Summit, the aforementioned 
hyperlocal website, is the source for all the news you need about our very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is Fake Spring. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's beautiful. It was beautiful this week. It's been. It looks like it's going to shape up to be nice for another couple of days for a bit. But you know, you know. The, the cold is coming back. Mother Nature is planning her her revenge for this little brief tidbit of happiness. For those who have spent m- many years, a long time, it's like you remember the old Brian Busby pendulum he right. used to do on all his forecasts. Oh, wow. The deep, 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 deep dive. Deep, deep local weatherman cuts. That's good. <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel about what I just said there. You're old. Yeah. That's how you should feel. All right. So, Nick, what's going on in town? Hey, look, we're going to go through just a few quick news and notes this week, because really the bulk of our content is going to come as it is the next several weeks, is going to come on Fridays as we start our interviews with candidates. I know we teased that they were going to start last week, but guess what? It was a little bit of a shakeup, so we kind of did a little rearranging of our candidate interviews for Board of Education. Uh, if you've been following us uh, at Linkedly Summit, you know that there was a shakeup in the in the ca- candidate list for the board of, the two seats on the Lee Summit R7 Board of Education. Scott O'Brien and Sophia O'Neill both withdrew from the race. They filed with the court, so their names will not be on the ballot. We thought there was going to be a, a city council candidate dropping out as well in the district one, one race for city council. He he sent notice that he was going to drop out at about twelve fifteen in the morning. And by about six or six thirty that evening, he sent another notice saying, "Yeah, I've changed my mind. Very, I'm very, gonna, very Hamlet. So <laughs> to be or not to be, a candidate. right? So there are now eight candidates for the two seats on the board of education. We're going to start our interviews this week, Jason. We're going to talk to Bill Lindsay, Melissa Foxhoven, and the one incumbent, Mike Allen. We will talk to those three, and that episode will be available on Friday. So. Time to start meeting the candidates, folks, and learning about them so that you can make your decision on April 5th when it's time to cast your votes. A couple other things. Jason, I lo- you know I love talking about fundraisers and things that the local nonprofits are doing. Amen. One's coming up, the annual Twisted Trivia Fundraiser for Prodeo Youth Center. That's our only youth center here in the Lee Summit area. This is a really cool fundraiser. I don't know if you've ever done it, but I, I've done it, I think, twice now. It's it, it's back after the, the, the COVID hiatus that many fundraisers took. So March 8th will be the Twisted Trivia Fundraiser. You can check out our website for a little more detail on that as well as a link to go register your team. You should do it. It's fun, and it supports a great cause. You got it. So the city council did some stuff. As as we do, um, is that is that how I write the headlines? Uh, that is, I think, what you should actually write your headline. It should be like city the, council does some stuff. Yeah, or the stuff city council did this week uh, is there. So they they did meet on Tuesday night uh, for a not an action packed agenda, but a, a few things of note. The first one is I think we have talked a great a great number of times over the the last year or so since the mayor announced it at his state of the city address that. He wanted to form a commission on diversity and inclusion that had, that we followed that process along as it sort of had a couple of hiccups, but then got approved by the city council, um, created, then the nominations came in and all that process. So their work is ongoing. Um, they presented to the uh, city council several weeks ago talking about having uh, – a study done to kind of figure out what what's going on in the community in this um, way and how things are feeling about that. And so last night, city staff put forth a proposal, um, a presentation and a proposal to hire an agency to conduct that commission, that study uh, for there. And it was approved by the city council eight to one. I think we should note, Jason, that 
there, the, the one dissenting vote in that was from Diane Forte, who represents the 1st District. Other than that, it, it, it passed 8-1. to one. Uh, Also from the meeting on Tuesday night, there was a pre-development plan for development of a new processing facility out at our resource park. Really, Jason, from what I can tell, this is just adding a facility so that they could have more capacity to do all of the things they do out there. Yeah, I think it's just a it, part of this whole process as we've converted over from just the, the city dump to this processing facility or transfer station, whatever, however they're calling it these days, um, with it as privately run. Um, and, and this is part of that process, I think, continuing as they've developed. They probably figured out what they needed and like what the volume of stuff that would be. And so they're, they're going to build some more permanent and functional structures to make sure they can still handle the household hazardous waste and the other things that come through the process. So it should, and it is being at least told to us that it will make their process a little bit more effective and efficient. And just one quick note from the Lee Summit R7 school district. Last week, they did vote um, vote to extend the masking requirements for indoors, for inside all of the school facilities. That's going to let go for another three weeks. They will address it again at the regular board meeting on February 24th. There were two no votes on that extension. It was board member Mike Allen and board president Ryan Murdoch. Right. And so that, that, that conversation we'll have, I suspect, uh, just uh, not to approach it, given the, the way that case rates are moving in the city, that by the time we get to the 24th, that there will be, uh, that the, the case rates will be low enough back down, to, back down to levels where we previously didn't have mask requirements in place. I'll put it that way. That's really going to wrap up our news and notes for this week, Jason. I'm excited to finally get to our interviews with the candidates. You and I look forward to this every year. It's really, you know, it's a great chance for for us to help. I think people in the community get to know who, who they are. But but it's really the only opportunity we have, Jason, to ask real questions of these candidates and get to know who they are and 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 where they stand on issues currently facing or that they will face if they're elected into the the offices that they seek. And this year, where we have eight people vying for two seats, there's a lot of voices and a lot of a lot of people talking. So this is this is a chance for us to kind of finally dig in and see where people stand. Amen. Yep. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to it too. I was kind of, I was, I understood why we had the shuffling and the things that happened last week, but I was, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, actually getting to get this done and getting this, getting these information, these impressions that we can, that the people are, are making themselves out to the public. Right. So we will, we'll talk to everybody on Friday. We've got Bill Lindsay, Melissa, Fo- Melissa Foxhoven, and Mike Allen are the first three candidates that we'll be talking to. That'll wrap us up for this time. We'll talk to everybody on Friday.